Our feature, OK, I Want to Know, has answered questions about topics ranging from local candy to politicians to the ghost stairs of Columbia Parkway. This week, we dive into a story ripped from today's headlines. I'm WVXU's Bill Reinhart. Cincinnati voters are about to be asked whether to sell or keep the Cincinnati Southern Railway. A discussion in the office prompted this question from co-worker Pete Pickering. Why does Cincinnati own a railroad to begin with? It's all because of geography, transportation, and economics. The Zane L. Miller Professor of History at the University of Cincinnati, Dave Stradling, says in the 19th century, a lot of food produced in Ohio and the Midwest traveled through Cincinnati. Cincinnati's traditional trading partners were downriver. The longer answer has to do with uh, the way in which Cincinnati was trying to recreate or maintain its um, economic ties to the Deep South, which had been constructed over decades of reliance on steamboat travel, which went down the Ohio to the Mississippi and to various ports along the Mississippi. Stradling says even before the Civil War, it was obvious the railroad was going to supplant river traffic. A city was benefiting, and it wasn't Cincinnati. Chicago grows really, really quickly, in part because it has much, much better connections to the West, but it also has much better connections to the East. But there's also the competition of the Great Lakes themselves, which, you know, in the in the summertime, you can load great up, grain up on boats, and it's very cheap. Cincinnati has to do things that, that other places won't to try and... Uh, maintain its economic viability. The Queen City of the West had rail connections to some major cities, but not in the South. Stradling says Kentucky had its own interests in mind, and most train tracks in the Bluegrass State led to Louisville, a Cincinnati competitor. That included the Louisville-Nashville Railway, which didn't make it to Cincinnati until 1872 and led to the building of the L&L Bridge, what we now call the Purple People Bridge. Without help from anyone in Kentucky, Cincinnati leaders decided they still needed to do something. Cincinnati decided that it would be best to get the support of the state of Ohio, uh, which it did through legislation in, in 1869, that would allow it to raise funds to develop a railroad that went to Chattanooga um, and thence from Chattanooga connected to all of these other railroads that then reached out into Georgia and Alabama and Mississippi. The money came from the sale of bonds. Stradling says even then it was unusual for a municipality to invest in a railroad. Private capital builds almost all of the railroads in the United States except for the transcontinental railroads which are built with federal support. Essentially all of the railroads are built by companies selling bonds to people who are along the line who are going to themselves profit from the existence of a railroad. Stradling says after the Civil War, there was less resistance in Kentucky to the idea of a railroad coming out of Cincinnati, largely, he says, because there was a need for investment. You know, that's the typical uh, reasoning for building a, a railroad, that these are folks who are going to suddenly have much, much better connections to what is by far the largest regional marketplace. So it means that their bourbon or their corn or their whatever it is that they they are growing and, and producing will be of more value to them. Cincinnatians still had to okay the measure, and in 1869, they did. Voters overwhelmingly approved selling $10 million in bonds. They approved another $6 million for construction seven years later. In 1878, they were asked to raise another $2 million. The first vote failed, but a second attempt passed. 
Stradling says the creation of the railroad counters the idea Porkopolis was always 10 years behind the times. I think of this as being a marker of just how progressive Cincinnati was and thinking about the various kinds of innovations that they, they might engage in to uh, remain a, a strong economic force in the Midwest. If you have a question about the area, whether it be historical, modern, or just quirky, ask OK I Want to Know at WVXU.org. Bill Reinhart, 91.7 WVXU.